0: This episode of The Instance is brought to you by you over at patreon.com slash frogpants. It helps this and other frogpants shows survive and thrive. That's right. And it's easy. Go to patreon.com slash frogpants. <laughs> the World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is The Instance! Hello everybody, welcome back to The Instance. This is The Instance, episode 400 and, sorry, 524. Why, I went back in time there, that was weird. Uh, is it's what's the day it's June 1st oh wow June is here everybody make way open up the gates June has arrived Uh, 2018 I'm Scott Johnson and Garrett Weinzerpel on the his house what's going on well hi there Scott how you doing (laughs) hey where's mine it's over here somewhere I'm not gonna put it on (laughs) because it doesn't fit over these headphones but uh, I wore this on core the other night and uh, shout out to Blizzard for sending us these rad luchador masks these are cool yeah man
1: yeah these things have been uh if you're a heroes creator uh, and you do podcasts these things have been causing uh quite the ruckus on podcasts this week a lot yeah. of giggling uh a lot of things that don't translate all that well to audio programming but uh for those at home i'm wearing a luchador mask
0: do you think we ought to um I don't know, like BlizzCon. Everybody who got one of these should square off and have kind of a battle royale kind of thing going on.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, everyone wearing the same mask could be kind of creepy in a public setting.
0: <laughs> mm, you can make a good point. Yeah, this like, is just showing up. I mean, I don't know. I guess cosplay is a the thing there, right? So it, it is. People are into it, and uh, why not? Why not? A hundred luchadores enter, one leaves. That's their version of battle royale. Coming to Blizzard soon. You heard it here first hey uh, I,
1: I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the people that go to cons uh, in like really nice suits and they're just wearing a Star Wars helmet yeah. like we should do that but with luchador masks they yeah, show that. up in three piece suits
0: yeah and uh, luchador mask. yeah I don't know when that's by the way that trend of stormtrooper in a suit is odd and I don't know where that started but I think I'm in full support of it
1: oh yeah but, it's but been going I'll, for a while
0: now it's pretty weird why would you do it think about it for a minute like what's the point why, why why What? what is it what what do you hope to uh to okay especially at this stage first guy who did it i'm like yeah dude cool contrast you're a you got a big old uh imperial helmet on and you're ready for dinner that's awesome and then the next guy does it like that's ah, pretty cool i saw that other guy but yeah, that's cool and then about 20 of these guys in you're like all right we need a new
1: need a new idea you know what no, I mean, no, man? I go to BlizzCon. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not any less excited to see uh, the 45th and a half person dressed up like a blood elf. That's a good point. I mean, how many Genjis can you take in one day? I, I don't know. At that point, you just start judging them on quality of the costumes. <laughs> like, oh, that one actually looks like Genji. That guy just bought a onesie.
0: Yeah, or or like a uh, uh, for me, it's Reinhardt's or um, uh, like Lich King, like full on Lich King uh, cosplay. Because that is there's a there's a level of uh, precision and detail that if people go for that, then you're like, oh, OK, clearly we have a winner here. Otherwise, everybody else looks like a scrub.
1: It's the exaggerated proportions, right? Like Blizzard loves their exaggerated proportions. Yeah. And the one that really impressed me, I think it was two cons ago, was the uh, the woman that did Chromie. And she had she had oh, built yeah. everything larger. So that she looked like the proportions of a gnome, even though she was the size of a standard human being. Yeah, that was pretty awesome,
0: actually. So it's not like they had yeah. to get a little person to look good in there. She just was an average-sized person
1: with really big everything else. <laughs> yeah, but it all worked together. And yeah. like, even to the point of the wig where it made her head look rounder uh, and, and filled everything out to where, like, if you just looked at her without anyone else around, you're like, oh, my God, it's a gnome. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: But uh, anyway, it's good stuff. Can't wait. That's going to be fun. I always like seeing that stuff. Uh, of course, Garrett and I here taking it uh, taking it to the next level. We don't have uh, Terpster Patrick Patrick's in France doing I don't know what. And Terpster says he may be here, but he'll be late, he said. So if he pops in, you'll know it. You'll hear his British thing, and then he'll say words. And then we'll have him here, and that'll be great. So we're looking forward to that. But for now, Garrett and I will hold down this fart. That is to say fort. <laughs>
1: i mean i'm holding down my fart too you don't want that stuff to end up on the microphone no always hold down your
0: fort and your fart all right so a couple of quick things here um before we get into wow and stuff like that Uh, it's actually a bit of a slow couple of weeks in terms of uh of news cycle there's a few things here and there but we are definitely in that phase of uh people are enjoying the the beta and the alpha i guess there's no alpha anymore now it's just beta uh that's happening on the PTR. There are plenty of people who will not do that and are rather uh would rather wait until the final game comes out in August. So uh kind of holding pattern a little bit. Uh, a lot of people, you know, end their subs for a couple of months. Uh then there's me who ha- I haven't been able to play for a while, but I'm still paying. So uh, you know. <laughs> there you go, Blizzard. Hey, uh check this out though. This is kind of funny and is uh mostly a uh, a laugh at me. But I'm going to go ahead and share this story anyway. I've talked about this on a couple other shows, so you may have heard this. I apologize to those who are getting a little bit of a repeat. But here's the quick and dirty of it. A couple of weeks ago, I said, hey, let's do a contest and give away a bunch of beta code keys for our listeners here on this show. We announced it. We made it simple for them to enter and to win. And uh, all was well, uh, as far as I was concerned. And uh just really thankful to Blizzard for sending all those codes and and uh, I let them know as much. And so, when they sent me the codes about an hour after that episode ended uh and we were already taking entries, I get an email from another person at Blizzard who says he's with the systems department where they worry about or they they're concerned about the technical end of a of a giveaway like this, and it was super legit sounding, like the most legit sounding email you could get from somebody you think works at Blizzard. Um, I'm going to share this because I think it's worth sharing. Okay. So it says, hi, uh, Mike here from Blizzard. Hope your giveaway is going well. It is sometimes possible that winners of giveaways experience issues with the beta key that they receive in order to provide a quick response to them. Here is a list of five additional keys for the battle of Azeroth beta. Note that these, and then there's five keys there. Note that these keys are being provided as replacement keys. They should only be provided for those who receive the key, and it's not working for some reason. And uh, if any of these keys are not needed as replacements, they should be discarded and not used. If you'd like to request more replacement keys, just let, let us know, if, uh, but this should cover it. You can inform me, and I will, uh, let's see, close up the current estimated key needs that are listed for you. Thanks. Somebody named Mike. He has a last name. I won't use it because I don't know if I should. Uh, public relations for world of warcraft and some other official looking links and stuff like that all right now as you may guess by the way i'm telling this story that this very legit sounding thing that came right on the heels of other uh, back and forth with me and blizzard it uh, turned out to be a hokey well i didn't know that because it seems super legit to me now i have never in my life fallen prey to a fishing scheme of any kind ever Usually they're obvious, but even the ones that aren't so obvious, I just get this instinct and I know. I've been at this for a long time. So I see an email that says, uh, please log into your Google account to um, whatever, and I look at the link and go, yeah, that's somewhere in China. Or whatever, right? Like you know, you just intrinsically know this is, this is poo-poo and you shouldn't go down this road. Well, this seems so legit. And not only legit, it seemed like they were saying... Here are backups in case there are problems because sometimes there are problems. You know, somebody gets the code wrong or one's gotten used or whatever. Like this seems super legit. I said, "Great, thanks. Uh, can't wait to get going on the giveaway." He writes back and says, "Uh, let's see, where does it say?" Uh, i would about to say, "I don't see how they how they scam you here.
1: Like, what were they giving well, you that scams you?"
0: Here's the best. So now we enter phase two, Del Boca Vista. You ready for this? <laughs> says sure thing uh this is after me saying thanks mike this is a great idea he says i'd like to check up on how things are progressing with your giveaway has it concluded and if not is there a set date to do it have you run in any difficulties so far okay again still not seeing a scam no scam right <laughs> i said um hi we're running this contest right now i sent him a link to it which was at frogpants.com beta it's no longer active so don't go there but Anyway, it says, uh, we've already got over 1,000 entries. People are clearly excited about getting a key. Uh, We're going through those now to award winners. And this was all true. And we ended up, by the way, with about 4,000 entries, which I only had 35 keys to give away. So it was a little bananas. But thanks, everybody who entered. And congrats to those 35 people who won. Anyway, he says, great to hear that. We ask that you complete the process by the end of day tomorrow, although it sounds like it may be completed before that. Additionally, we will need a Microsoft Excel document that contains the full list of current keys and who they were allotted to in your giveaway, uh, including the five replacement keys that were issued to you earlier listed, in, uh, listed at the bottom. Uh. Oh, now, see? Now you can take, now you can smell it coming up the street. Right? Wow,
1: they really worked
0: for this. They really worked for it. And, and the insidious bit I'll get to in a second. But he says, each time a key from the replacement list is used, please send a notification email uh, stating the non-working key and the replacement key that has been issued so that we can keep track of them. As a reminder, the five additional keys are meant for replacements only and not to be distributed as part of the giveaway. Again, sounds super legit, right? Like this seems like a good, this seems like a thing Blizzard would do to, to to sort of shore things up, and it's efficient, and you know nothing about that leaps out at me. So I finish up the contest and I say, hey Mike, here's the spreadsheet with the winners. <laughs> this is where Scott falls prey, and the five backup numbers as requested. None were needed. Let me know if you need anything else. Thanks. Then people started emailing me going, Hey, thanks for the key, but it doesn't work. And I went, Oh, "Oh, maybe okay, there's one guy. And I said, Try this one. I gave him one of the replacement keys. Next guy writes, Oh, I'm so happy to win, but my key doesn't work. I'm like, I just and my brain went, Shit. (laughs) (laughs) And it just hit me all at once. I went, Oh my gosh, I know what this is. i have been hosed and I went and checked. It, the one thing that would have teed me off on this that I never looked at because I was just, again, I was all in on this. Guy has Gmail address, not some Blizzard address.
1: Oh, oh God. Yeah, no, I know, that's so obvious. I know. I know, <laughs>
0: I know. But I never hunted for it because, uh, again, I was on the hook from the beginning. So I yeah. said this to my guy at Blizzard and said, hey, is this a real pl- person at Blizzard? He says, hmm, name doesn't come up in any searches. Looks pretty fishy. Uh, he says, you can always... Let's see. You can always uh, contact me if you're ever unsure about these people. And then I basically, the long and the start of it, I'm like, oh, I totally screwed up. I, I basically came to them on bended knees saying I screwed up bad. I'd, all these keys are now in the hand of some scammer. Uh, oh, by the way, here's the nice thing. I am, I am proud of one thing. I didn't feel good about putting people's emails in that spreadsheet. So I only put the first name of the people who won and then the key. So, I, yes, I gave the scammer all the keys but they did not get anybody's email addresses because that was just like a standard thing I don't like doing. And he could ask for them back. He could have come back to me and said, oh, we need emails. And I would have probably caved if I hadn't figured this out yet. But up to that point, I was like, Yeah, I'll just give them their names. And if they ask for emails, you know, fine, we'll deal with it then.
1: So yeah, I mean, it was clearly after the keys, right? Not the emails. Yeah. I would have
0: felt really bad if people's personal information had gotten out. That would have been a real bummer. I would have, I would have at that point, not been in compliance with the new GPDR or whatever the hell it is. The European uh, privacy, whatever. So anyway, mm-hmm. bottom line is Blizzard is awesome and said, oh, dude, this happens. You wouldn't believe the kind of scams we get. I'm not surprised. Here are replacement keys for those 35. Make sure they, you know, everybody got one. So fixed everybody. Everybody who won got a legit key. Again, thanks to Blizzard. Uh, this thing went out to this mic bumhole. And here, so what I wrote back to him at the end of all this. uh, I decided to reply to him and I said, congratulations, you got me. First time in my life I ever fell for a fishing scheme. Historic moment. Scott, P.S. F off. (laughs) (laughs) I hope. Did you write like E.F.F.? Oh, totally. (laughs) Totally. E.F.F. off. Nice. So. So uh, bottom line, I totally got. I mean, it feels like. Outside of the email, though, 100% legit. And then I started thinking about it. How would this person even know? And here's how they knew. They, and maybe listening right now, they listened to the show. They had to because there's no. they would have had no other idea I was doing this. Like, that was the first notice I'd given anybody was the show. So somebody listened to the podcast and then sent this thing to me.
1: I mean, if you're if you're scamming keys all day, you might have some type of automated program that raises flags anytime, you know, battle for Azeroth beta and key pop up on a website. No, that's true. I mean, this was up on a website. You could go to frogman.com slash beta to enter. Right. Well, you can. But that wasn't up until after
0: the show. So I didn't put it up until we were done recording and, and gotcha. posted.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, so somebody I, I had was, to have
0: heard it or you're right. They may have just, you know scan for it or whatever but in one of his email replies he references the show without knowing without me saying anything about the show like i feel like somebody's list like some listener is the scammer and that really rubs my cheese four directions wrong which (laughs) is not even a phrase it's not even a phrase i just made it up just now
1: because I. well you know know, you
0: gotta rub it to the north and to the south and (laughs) to the east and to the west
1: (laughs) you gotta get all the cardinal directions scout when you're rubbing cheese i
0: guess so but anyway, that's that story and it sucks and I'm mad at him and I'm happy that
1: Blizzard was so cool about it and I will never fall for that again. You bastards. <laughs> Doc Med Pot in the chat room says, "Longtime listener, first time Fisher.
0: <laughs> you know, that might be today's title. Doc Med Pot. <laughs> That's I'm gonna. Really cop, good. I'm I like copying that. that out right now, and I'm putting it in the show notes because that's hey, fucking funny.
1: Hey, Instance Crew, long-time listeners, first time scamming you all. <laughs> uh, I was just curious if you could send me all of
0: the keys in a spreadsheet. Yeah. What's uh, One nice thing is I'd started sending out winning codes before I sent them the spreadsheet, obviously, because I had all the winners first and then sent the spreadsheet. So it only really affected, like, I don't know, maybe half of the 35 people. Uh, who who didn't get keys or, or whose keys showed up as wrong? Most of them were quick on the spot and got it the way they wanted it. But um, anyway, just a dumb thing, and I'm not used to I, that I, sort of stuff. I I
1: mean, honestly, there's a very good chance I would have fallen for that. <laughs> like, it just uh, seemed legit. Like, I'm none trying of, to think, I don't think I check email addresses for contacts at Blizzard anymore. Although I gotta say, I can't remember the last time uh, someone at Blizzard contacted me that, and I didn't already know who they were. Right. Right. That's usually name. the case with me.
0: But what I've learned over the last year or so, for whatever reason, there's been a couple of things that have come up. Uh, BlizzCon last year and just arranging for that for that panel we did where I was hearing from people I don't normally hear from because they are like, well, That's okay, fair. we need to talk about this and that. So in my head, I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, this is just a new thing they're doing because Blizzard does that. All of a sudden, a policy will change, and and how you get people to do interviews with you is now a whole different chain of command or... You know stuff like that, which is fine. It's all good. They're a business; they should run the way they want to run, and all that. I'm I'm happy to comply, which is part of the problem. I completely complied with phony baloney, Mike, and his bullshit position at
1: <laughs> at Blizzard. Well, I'm 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 glad Blizz made it right and sent extra sent extra codes.
0: They were super nice about it. Yeah, I guarantee it. And I'm and I'm I use Google's inbox for my email, so it's it's a I love that software. It's great as an app, and also I use the browser version. Um, over Gmail and over any other mail client and I manage all my different email addresses in there and it's great but it does not by default show the email address of the sender it just says their name so yeah. um, had it done that I probably would have caught it earlier at the very least I'm just going to check every email address ever now but now I just feel bad because I, I, I love making fun of my friends who fall for stuff it's like somebody will say <laughs> oh, I gave all my Google stuff to some dude and I'm like, well, he's barely speaking English in this email. How'd you not, you know, like I love piling on, but I've been handed a, a humble pie that I'm not sure I can eat. So there you go.
1: There's my story. But just watch yourself. Uh, just watch somebody go to BlizzCon, Scott. I mean, Blizzard's being pretty chill about it, but you know, this you might show up and they might take you to the Blizzard dungeon where you will be judged by the Council of Beta Keys.
0: Yeah. Or somebody, here's the worst thing that could happen at BlizzCon. Somebody in a blue shirt come up to me with a headset on and say, uh hold on a second i'm gab- grabbing them out scott we need uh they want to <clears throat> interview on the main uh, couch oh great i did that a couple years ago that'd be great uh what we need i need to give me your wallet and uh, d- uh your keys
1: okay and then i'll never see those people again that's boring. if you're not paying attention right now listeners scott is telling you exactly how to scam actual <laughs> money out of them in person Yeah. i hope you're taking notes
0: <laughs> just show up in a blue shirt and say you need my wallet that's yeah, a great that, idea. You know, and
1: if Blizzard asks, you're going, you're in the cosplay contest as a BlizzCon employee. Right. So if they raise an eyebrow that you're trying to walk in without the right credentials, dress as security. Like, no, 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 no. I'm in the, I'm in the cosplay contest. It's like a really meta joke. <laughs> and uh, yeah. disregard everything. I'm just saying, please. Yes, don't do <laughs> don't, any of these things. Look, don't no, try and scam Scott out of
0: real money. November's right around the corner. Damn it. I'm, I, we need <laughs> to not have this happen. Anyway, that's what happened to me. Hope it never happens to any of you. Let's dive into what's going on this week. Uh, all right. So this is a bit of a sad story, and even Patrick warned us, like, don't, don't go too hard on Venezuela. This is sad what's happening there. And he's right. It is it's sad what's happening there. Their uh, currency is in a bad place, all right? The economy's a mess, it's bad. Their currency just keeps become, becoming more and more devalued. Somebody figured out that World of Warcraft virtual gold is seven times more valuable than real money in Venezuela. Now, I know we have some Venezuelan listeners because we've heard from them before, or at least I thought they were. Maybe they were fake and they were saying they were. Anyway, now I question everybody.
1: Are you accusing all Venezuelan (laughs) listeners of trying to scam you, Scott? That's what I'm hearing.
0: A little bit. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, For real, though, uh, they that's how bad things are. So the virtual gold of World of Warcraft, the online role playing game, as you all know it. I don't know why I'm reading that part. This is part of the CNN article is now almost seven times more valuable than real cash in Venezuela. Uh, Whose economy is currently in shambles as a South American country suffers an economic crisis due to extreme inflation? The value of the Bolivar has cratered. Uh, The U.S. dollar today is worth sixty-eight thousand nine hundred and fifteen Bolivars. Am I saying that right? Bolivares. I believe it's Bolivars. There you go. Look, you'd know you're in Florida. You're as close as we're going to get to South America. (laughs) just you just like a big i don't think we
1: really we have a a standing venezuelan populace here really it's it's more it's more cuban here in florida cuban but sure but you got the
0: big you've america's wiener point is is i'm saying it's just hanging down right there and that's as close as i I mean this
1: is dull but i'll tell you uh, straight up i went and watched the video when i saw the story because i wanted to know how to pronounce it so i didn't sound like an idiot white guy oh even better (laughs)
0: so doing research for the um, show this is great yeah this
1: is just I mean, if you were curious about how bad the economic crisis in Venezuela is, it's gotten so bad that we're now comparing the value of their of their currency to fake in-game gold in World of Warcraft. Sure, I'll
0: bet you could pick a bunch of other video games and go, "Oh, it's worth less than uh, whatever the currency is in Battle Right or some other game." Uh, v Bucks in uh, uh, freaking Fortnite are probably worth more than that money and that sucks that's how bad it's gotten so i don't know what they do to fix that or what we do and you know what we do we sit around going oh boy their money's low what should we do i don't know compare it to virtual gold in a video game that's feel about like...
1: as far as our intelligence will let us get
0: it doesn't feel like we're helping them much does it i mean we're not really offering much of because a because we're not scott <laughs> we're not helping them all right well i hope uh our listeners there are not uh i don't know <laughs> I hope I hope what you're not doing is uh, playing World of Warcraft and instead are finding ways to help your economy. I don't know. I'm no good at this. I'm not an economist. I don't know. I don't know how to make this stuff work. All right. Because the news cycle is so slow, I pulled a bunch of emails that I think I w- were worth a po- uh, worth pulling. Yes, sir. Go ahead.
1: Can I interject real quick? Yeah. Have you seen the latest uh, like snippet for the next World of Warcraft novel? By uh, Golden? Yeah. The little uh, excerpt deal. Yeah, there's some cool stuff in here, man. There's it, a lot of Arthas references, which gets me real excited. So, uh, are you
0: uh, you have some theories about his sister uh, becoming a prominent player in the world of Warcraft moving forward, or something?
1: I mean, I mean, there's so little known about Callie Menethil. Like, she just fell off the face of the world of Warcraft yeah. uh, for so long, and has rea- reappeared in Legion. If you played the uh, the Priest campaign, mm-hmm. um, and and that's it. Like, that's all we know. Really, is uh, she she somehow survived? uh everything that went down in Lordaeron uh went into hiding and has shown up many years later.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh but in Anduin's uh it's like it's basically if you haven't read this, it's a it's a letter from Anduin to Sylvanas. Um and it's it's very Anduin. It's trying to find common ground. Um uh and it's it's a good read. I would go I would go check it out. Uh but he he name drops Alonza's foul uh who also popped back up in the priest campaign in Legion. He was one of the founding members of the knights of the silver hand the paladin mm-hmm. order
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but he was he was killed and ra- raised as a scourge and somehow kind of broke the lich king's hold over him at some point and is now a light aligned forsaken yeah um and that's kind of bringing anduin over to the plight of the forsaken the yeah. fact that you know oh here's yeah. here's a p- it's a little oh i
0: lose you he went froze Oh, did I? Oh, you're Can back you now. You're back now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, man, oh, the uh, idea of a light, and not a light infused, light aligned, light aligned forsaken is a crazy concept. Like, Well, is it though? I mean, they have priests and you don't, it's not like they only have shadow priests. Oh, that's a good point. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. But, but, but yeah. just like in the story, like the closest we've gotten to it is, uh, ah, what's his name? That's the, the, the light. Demon dude, that's currently Legion heavy. Ah, I forgot his L, name. Oh hell, yeah! I, uh, can't, I
1: can never remember that guy's name, but yeah, the 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 light, the light infused uh, dreadlord. Right, which is why we're getting um, the light, the light drain eye, whatever stuff. Anyway, yeah, Ch- room will save us very briefly. But
0: yeah, that's a cool thing. I'm into that. I like that idea. It's an interesting contrast. Check out this this uh, verbiage on this letter, by the way. So this is the this is the the kind of language we're using unto queen Sylvanus windrunner dark lady of the forsaken and war chief of the horde king anduin lane Rin offers respectful greetings this is the this is the beginning of the letter say.
1: anduin needs more titles after his name cuz oh, Sylvanas agree. is starting to sound like uh daenerys from game of thrones <laughs> and, and anduin's just like and king anduin right he's just the king it's like they <laughs> maybe they had that joke in in the latest season of game of thrones right between john
0: it's just like this is john snow yeah I do like this. Uh, do not mistake this as an offer of peace. Uh, it is only an offer of a single day's compassion for people who are cruelly torn apart by a force that was neither horde nor alliance. You and I have both lost family, war chief. Let us not force that upon others who, like us, did not choose it. Done this day by my hand, King Anduin Lane Rinn, with a with a big oily looking uh, uh, wax seal, wax stamp. Yep. Yeah, which is cool.
1: Yeah, I like I like the little do not mistake this for an offer of peace. That just seems like a little bit of his dad creeping in. Oh yeah, a little bit. Like, the majority of this is end when is hell trying to find common ground, kind of coming to the forsaken, uh, using kind of mutual tragedy mm-hmm. uh, as as a binding agent, and then at the very end, like hey, just so you know, if you, if you mess with us, we're gonna we're gonna kill you. So when is this book out? When are we done? When do we
0: read it? Is it out yet? It's not out it yet. is not
1: out yet. That's yeah. why they're that's why they're teasing it. I actually have not looked up the uh I can tell you the release Same. date, but it's called before the storm. Amazon. So the internet will tell me. The storm. Okay, so
0: it says before the storm, World of Warcraft, Christy Golden, Amazon pre order. June twelfth.
1: June the
0: twelfth. Oh, it's coming soon. That's a great cover to that.
1: I love that it's releasing on uh, on a Tuesday, like when it's usually like a patch day. Yeah, video game day, I call it. Yeah, it's, one all yeah, it's got a great it's got a great cover. Uh, I mean, Chrissy Golan is my favorite author that pens Warcraft themed fiction. She also did a killer Star Wars novel last year. Yeah, people love that. In fact, she's still yeah. I think she's still hobnobs with those Star Wars
0: people enough that I think we're going to get another one of those. Even though she's like full time Blizzard now, I think she still gets to write other
1: stuff. I, I randomly got to sit next to her during the BlizzCon opening ceremony last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. um, And I, and I kind of geeked out on her. Oh, um, i, was super nice. to her, I tell, told her that i had just started her star wars novel and oh. i was like hey so you're working here now does that mean no more Star Wars?" she's like i'm it's it's not strictly off the table yeah. but you know blizzard stuff's gonna come first the uh, my guy
0: blizzard says that she'll be back on the show for an interview soon so hopefully that'll happen sooner than later Sweet. yeah i'd love to talk to her again we talked to her way back in the day when i want to say what was that when arthas came out or one one of the one of her novels, I don't remember which one. Tides of
1: War, maybe? Might
0: have been Tides of War. Actually, it was Tides Book. of War. It was totally Tides of War. You're right.
1: Everyone wonders why I'm like, so sympathetic towards Jaina, and it's because of Tides of War. You know why I'm not
0: sympathetic towards Jaina? Because every time I click her, she yells at me. That's why. <laughs> and I like her a lot, Like generally speaking. I think she's one of the great characters of World of Warcraft and should always be up front and center, but she's a real pisser right now. And we're about to we're about to get the fruition of that, you know, whatever that ends up being, we'll we'll get to know. But up until I think this I'm
1: point, more excited to see where Jaina's story goes uh, than anyone else going into Battle for Azeroth. I think you are attracted to a video game character and just need to admit it. I think that's what's going on. Uh, I mean, I mean, if I was going to put a poster on my wall, it'd be Sylvanas. But
0: <laughs> oh, all right, okay. Let me ask you a question. I don't. This isn't meant to be creepy. Right. Oh, how weird does this get? I'm just gonna say, if you're let's say you're in high school and you, you you're uh, two of the girls they're your age and one is Sylvanas Windrunner and one is Jaina Proudmore. and you date one and you date the other and 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 you know nothing goes too far or anything but you're just sort of making out in the car once with one of them and then making out with the car with the, the other one one other time like what you know it, my my feeling would be that Jaina would smell nice like she had, her hair would smell really nice it's so like you have nice perfume or something on uh and that sylvanas would smell like
1: rotting flesh Do you know what i mean <laughs> the see i'm not taking it so literal that she's undead i'm thinking her more of like the the you know the cool goth or punk chick uh who might smell like uh she burns incense in her room or something oh,
0: all right that i could see yeah some kind of uh, some like a like a dark incensey kind of
1: I mean, listen, Scott, yeah. I wore eyeliner in high school, so I was attracted to girls that wore eyeliner in sure. high school. I listened to The Cure yesterday. Does that count? Uh, yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll allow that. I listened to it all day. <laughs> I was so into The Cure yesterday, you guys. I get these wild hairs up my butt and I have, to, I have to like go for whatever it is I'm into. And yesterday was Cure Day. I could not stop listening to The Cure. <laughs> anyway maybe P- uh, peter murphy today in Bauhaus. maybe that's where i'll go and that's a little dark too I, I, we could all wear eyeliner to that i can tell you that right now anyway uh he's gotten guy liner oh my gosh dude wait did you say guy liner is that a thing people yeah. say i've never yeah. heard that
1: before yeah you've never heard guy liner. nope okay uh do you remember the band uh afi being big yeah okay because afi liner was also uh a <laughs> joke
0: I've never heard anyone say guy Liner in my life. <laughs> never in my life. That's,
1: I'm, I'm glad I can bring the early 2000s uh, emo perspective. Yeah, me too. Uh, to the instance. Did you
0: do you yeah. have a bunch of old poetry and like weird uh, diaries and things? That, that people- no, I was a
1: smart man. I threw all that shit away, okay. Scott. <laughs> I threw it all away. Okay, I did. It's it's uh, it's probably been I'm sure long rotted by now.
0: All right. Someone said the, the Drenched Wildfire said it only counts if you listen to the Smiths. I also had this this uh, Morrissey problem about a week ago where all I could listen to is Morrissey all day. So mm-hmm. apparently I'm getting out my own, getting it out of my own way. But here's my question for you. It, would the Garrett of the early aughts who is having his little stage, right? <laughs> if he could if he could meet you now, Mr. Video Game Man. What would,
1: I mean, would, it,
0: would it jive with him? Would he be okay with it? Or would he think you'd sold
1: out or something? No, I think he'd be down. I still played a uh, oh, man, Dude, was, it's was Halo and Smash Brothers every weekend still. All right. Growing up. All right. You were a well-rounded goth is what you were. <laughs>
0: I like that. Sure. You were the dark lady himself or something. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this is all very exciting. I can't wait for that book is the bottom line. We're very excited about it. I can't wait to read it. I assume the digital will be out the same day because I'm kind of a Kindle guy. Uh, let's see yep same day so we will be reading it however you like to read it coming up june 11th looking forward to june 11th right june 11th no june 12th. 12th thank you tuesday june 12th uh let's get to some okay so the rest of today's stuff is kind of emails about world of warcraft and other general blizzard things i wanted to get one thing out of the way from an emailer named rona who i'm gonna sneeze i can just feel it it's coming hold on okay all right we're good okay it's gone sneeze watch Aller- 2018 allergies man they're here they've, they've made their way in
1: uh you guys get you get that in florida right you get allergies right i am on a a, a daily regiment of uh, nasal steroids see there that's
0: you heard it right here first he says he's allergic to cubans all right here we go first email <laughs> puts his hands up like i'm not touching this um Uh, says, hey, guys, I had a comment about COD being on the launcher. That's Call of Duty Uh, because we had a big we had a big roundabout with this and a lot of people talking in and out of the show about their feelings about not only what we said, but just the general idea that Call of Duty is now on their beloved launcher. Says I had the launcher up and showed my 13 year old daughter that Black Ops 4 was coming to PC on the Blizzard launcher. She immediately said, can we get it? uh so what if this is just a marketing ploy what if activision is trying to get the younger cod battle royale group to use their launcher uh once they are playing cod then they will be curious about these other old school games he put old school in parentheses i know my son who plays a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh and magic the gathering has never shown any interest in hearthstone but he played overwatch the other day while at the card shop and got all excited about it if they could get more eyes over to their games, they would sell more. I also agree with you, Scott, that COD Black Ops is going uh, the way of a service-style game. They have the following, or sorry, they have the following to take over the battle royale arena. And why wouldn't they want to capitalize on that if they come out with a one-time here is uh, a one-time here is our game, and several times a year they have seasons whatever they want to call it. If you purchase passes or sprays, I think they can make more money than if they sell just one game a year. Look at Fortnite. Between the three accounts, two children accounts, and my own account, we are on target to spend over a hundred bucks this year easily. I am pretty stingy about microtransactions. I also know people who spend way more than that every season for the battle pass and V bucks, which they believe, which I believe, are every three months. Keep up the great show, Rona. All right, I think Rona makes a fine point across the board. Um, they don't; they're not just putting it there because it's like, well, it's got to go on PC someplace, like. I think they do want to draw eyeballs back and forth. They do want to try to say, hey, it's not just World of Warcraft. It's these things below the fold. And then the below the fold, people are like, hey, it's not just us. It's these other cool games. Uh, you ever dipped your toe in an RPG, Mr. Shooter Man? No? Nope? Well, now's your chance. There's a couple of them right up there. Uh, you ever play a competitive card game? Guess what? Hearthstone maybe has what, what ails you or what cures you or however the word goes. So,
1: thoughts, Garrett?
0: Do you think Rona's on the right... Uh, path
1: of I mean, truth it's, it's, and life? It's, it's definitely marketing and at, at, at a certain there's there's i think there's no you can't make an argument against that this is a form of marketing right uh is it marketing to the the audience for battle royales i don't think so because there's not a battle royale on that launcher yeah not yet anyway I mean, well, COD Four will be, or will have, or Black Ops Four has Black a battle royale World. mode, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I we, mean, as far as I don't know how deep down that Call of Duty rabbit hole we want to travel, but as far as as Black Ops Four being uh, Call of Duty becoming a game as a service thing, if they were going to do that, they should just call it Call of Duty. Yeah, that's what why, I think. Why make it a specific one? Because uh, to me, if I'm if I'm getting an ongoing Call of Duty that never ends, I want that. I want it to be freaking Modern Warfare Two. Start start there and right. add on. Right. Call it Modern Warfare. Online
0: or whatever you're going to do, well, call it whatever they want. I just call it Call of Duty. I agree with that. Uh, And also, Black Ops is known for being very story-heavy. That's kind of the reason that those set themselves apart. Not that there weren't campaigns in the Modern Warfare every other year uh, releases, but that's what set Black Ops apart was this heavy focus on story. And this one doesn't really have one. There's no campaign. No, it doesn't. Yeah. So why even have it be Black
1: Ops? Why that part is confusing to me. Like to, to me, I see Black Ops, and I assume near future. Like that's the setting where that's it, the type of guns. It won't necessarily be real guns; it will be semi-realistic. Like that's that's what Black Ops became was this like near future, sure. Sure. Uh, fictional warfare. Well, block, uh, Black Ops, Black Ops, Black
0: Ops One jumped around in time, mm-hmm. and then right. they kind of went near future from then on. And I'm 100% fine with all that. I got no problem with any of this. Uh, Chat room suggests that um, it's because they don't want to pay 30% to Valve, you idiots. They didn't say idiots, but I assume. I mean that too. I assume they think we're idiots. Uh, And that's true. Not that we're idiots, but that the 30% is a benefit of them not being there and having it on their own, have it in their own house. So absolutely that plays a factor. I don't think that's the only reason, though. Yeah. I
1: mean, honestly, to me, I'm looking at it being like, I'm surprised that Call of Duty didn't end up on the Battle.net launcher sooner. So the fact that it's going on now is making me think that they're seeing something internally that we cannot see. You know, the numbers for the eyeballs on the Battle.net launcher going, okay, now is the time. Now is when saving that 30% is going to be worth the potential loss of users uh, seeing our product on the Steam store, for example. Right. I think we finally have the answer to this, which uh,
0: as far as I'm concerned, this was a question since it happened and that was why did blizzard very briefly for like a day tell the world that they were renaming the thing the blizzard launcher or the blizzard app and not Battle.net anymore and then like a day and a half later not nah, still Battle.net. this is why there were meetings <laughs> they got together they had a bunch of meetings and they said wait 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 before you guys do that what about this and like bobby kodak went wandering in there with his little ideas and they Came to an agreement, and they went, "Well, yeah, I probably should still call it Battle.net because if this was the Blizzard app, then you then you really are hammering home that this is just for Blizzard games, and now it's not."
1: So I never even understood why they made a big deal of that. Whatever the outcome, now the outcome is that it's staying as Battle.net. If the outcome was they changed it to Blizzard, does anyone really care at the end of the day? Like, why do they even need to make a big deal about that announcement? They kind of don't. Could have just been a patch note, like Battle.net launcher update, and then only bullet point. Been renamed to
0: Blizzard Launcher. Yeah, it could have been this brief note at this, like, footnote at the bottom of some patch notes. I totally agree. Yeah. That was really I weird. Never, the whole thing was I didn't was understand weird. that. Very strange. Uh, this leads me to a theory that I would like to share with the world. Theory from Scott. You guys ready for this? A week from now or so, uh, you got the you got the E3, you know? The Electronic Entertainment Expo. That's what the three E's are. <laughs> thank you scott i didn't know (laughs) i don't know why i'm doing that uh (laughs) at e3 i something i always get you know way into super stoked about e3 i always am although a lot of stuff is leaked early this year so i don't know how many surprises we're gonna get but i think that there's a real possibility of something now correct me if i'm wrong has activision had their own press conference in the past like ea does like ubisoft does or am i wrong about that i don't think they have okay if they haven't, then what they've done is they've always been a prominent part of either Microsoft or Sony's uh, time on stage, right? So they'll come out that, that'll be like the big showcase for the new Call of Duty or the big showcase for whatever. The one thing that's always absent at those Activision briefings, how, wherever they do them, and they might break them up and do them in multiple places. Uh, wherever multiplatform matters, they you know that's where they go. Um, they never have blizzards never there. That's never been part of the Activision presentation. Blizzard doesn't do stuff at e three generally speaking. There was the year when Metson came out on stage and and made the announcement that uh, Diablo was coming to the PlayStation three at the time. It was a Sony conference, PlayStation and Xbox at the time, but that came out and did that on stage. Uh, outside of that, though, doesn't happen very often. Um, they did do a couple years ago some Heroes stuff at the PC conference thing. But for the most part, they, they save it for BlizzCon. They have their own convention. They're a bit like Rockstar Games or, I don't know, other name other names in the industry that just don't need... Blizz- they don't necessarily need E3 to, to push their stuff around. So, all that being said, Activision literally has almost nothing to show this year. They have Call of Duty Black Ops 4. They have continuing Destiny content. But they don't have any other big... Things that I don't even think they're doing the the um, Skylander crap anymore. I think that's all waning or gone. Yeah,
1: toys, toys to life in general.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, dire straits. Yeah, that little Amiibo.
0: Yeah, yes. If you're Nintendo, you're doing just great. You're rolling in it. But everybody else, toys to life, kind of not what it was meant to be or thought to be. The trend is over. So they don't have. You know, there's no Guitar Hero games. There's none none of their normal, you know, there's no new Tony Hawk that we know of. I mean, these are possibilities, I suppose. But really, they have a limited, limited showing this year. So here's my theory. Let me finally get to the point here. I think this might be the first year that we see Blizzard come out at one of these conferences with a major, major announcement. I think it'll probably be Diablo 4. Uh, so I'm going to make a prediction that next week, Oh, that's on stage. I know. I know. And, and the only thing that I, I argue with myself about this, because I also think they've they've left themselves a huge swath to do this at BlizzCon as well, given what's out, new expansion will be out the month before, a couple months before. Um, you know, like they, they Diablo 4 could also be perfectly suited for a full announcement at BlizzCon. So here so here's my thinking. It's a bit of a hybrid. Because Activision almost has jacked to show Blizzard gets up announces, teases, and overalls uh, Diablo 4. BlizzCon, they completely go nuts on details. But the, the announcement itself the announcement itself will happen at, at E3. And remember, Diablo 2 was announced at like the Worldwide Invitational StarCraft tournament in France or something. So it's not like they waited for BlizzCon for that one either. So, Wait,
1: did you say Diablo 2? You mean Diablo 3, three I keep right? saying 2, I mean 3. Yeah. When three okay. was announced, I'm just like, "Yeah, what are you talking about?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> there was no BlizzCon when Diablo two came out. No, yeah, it's a really good point. So, uh, so three was, you know, they didn't even do that at BlizzCon. So I'm just saying, they get up here, they do their thing, we get more of the meat of it at BlizzCon. But, but for the for once, E3 is a place for for Blizzard to show off something new, and it fills out the Activision hole that they've got right now, which isn't they just don't have anything else. Like, Black Ops 4 is only I mean, going to get them so far. So, uh, so ta- what's your take has, on my theory?
1: I, I mean, as far as Activision and the, their behavior or their presence at E3, it has historically been platform agnostic. Yeah. And, the, like, unless they're announcing, which wouldn't surprise me that much, I guess, unless they're announcing, the, like, Diablo coming to PC and consoles all in one big go, I don't know how it fits into Activision's E3 strategy. Right. Because...
0: But see, I would argue we, that that might be what they do—is that it's a one big go. Because I think that's,
1: that, that that does make sense. I feel like the the PC the, the PC panel at E three is is always kind of this like niche panel. Like that, you've got your Nintendo treehouse, you've got sure uh, your Xbox, your PlayStation, and you have your EA, and those are like your your tent poles. That's what everyone tunes in. That's what everyone does their snarky uh, live commentary on Twitch about. Um. But the PC one is always it's it's relatively new, right? And it's also it it's really it really low rent, too. Like it's not
0: I don't think that's that would not be up to Blizzard standards and or expectations.
1: That's what kind of what I'm getting at. And and not yeah. to to talk down to like the, the the panels they've done with day nine for the last two years, it's my favorite bit because it's it's human. It's relatable. It's pretty down uh, to I, earth, uh, yeah. 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 I, I like it personally, but um it's it's not the kind of iron maiden concert production values that uh, everything else at e3 is well
0: how do you feel about the parade of amd commercials that happened during that pc panel thing oh, that's
1: that, that's that's just twitch life right
0: <laughs> i don't know man i don't know if i like twitch life then because that bugs me don't like it. it was too much it was way too <laughs> well, then much it must
1: bug you watching like heroes esports because it's the same thing a little, the same. a uh, little
0: bit i mean you see a lot of it but you don't have like they would come out with interviews and I just felt, I remember feeling like sympathy for Sean plot day nine when he would have to talk to the CEO of AMD as if it's just this natural conversation about a cool video card when really it was just the most like markety sellsy I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I am people, branding. How yeah. do
1: I human? Yeah.
0: People have to sell their <laughs>
1: shite. I get it. It's fine. Do what you got to do. Yeah. But I like him when he talks to the developers. Yeah. Developers that's, are good. That's, uh, that's what I enjoy. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, you, you know. When you first started talking about this, guy, I'm like, that's kind of crazy. But <laughs> I think you've gone so far into crazy town that it's starting to make sense. It's possible. It's like the pig in uh, Toy
0: Story 2. If you change channels fast enough, you may as well just keep going all the way around. If I'm going to go full crazy, you may as well go with me.
1: <laughs> that's a good comparison, right? Yeah. I mean, I just want the L4. So whether it's announced at BlizzCon or E3, I don't care. Just, just give it to me. Same. Day. I need my fix. It's me, too.
0: I've been playing a lot of 3 again. I'm so into it. I love it uh dan hallen wrote in says i high esteemed instance crew a long time ago when Amon thule ripped yashara out of the uh, out of azeroth he left a wound that ebbed with the sleeping titan's lifeblood the keepers constructed the well of eternity in order to keep or sorry in order to heal the world with the world uh, sorry with the sword of sargeras i can't read uh currently plunged into the syphilis or as i like to say syphilis and the blood, the, <laughs> and the blood, the seeping Titan, I don't that's wrong. Anyway, there's the blood from the seeping Titan Azeroth flowing out again. Could this be the beginning of a new well of eternity? Asks Dan Halen. Oh, Dan Halen, like Van Halen. It just hit me.
1: Ah, uh, that's great. pretty cool. Um, yes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that, that That hadn't occurred to me, but your logic. Makes sense, Dan. Yeah. If that is your real name. Actually I, mean, I assume
0: it really is Dan, but not there's no I Haylen prefer
1: there. Dan Halen to Dan Hagar. So. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Wait, how does it compare to Dan? Who's the other guy at the at the end there? Uh I can't remember the other Van Halen singer that they had. Dan after. Who
1: Gives a Crap. <laughs> yeah, Dan
0: who Dan who no one remembers. <clears throat> anyway, someone in the chat will remember that. Um yeah. It's a good a good uh good predict prediction there that's a way to bring some of that stuff to to bear on the story and all that like i feel like blizzard's probably in the room or room room uh, 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 mood <laughs> blizzard's in the room they're in the mood to bring up old stuff and bring it up in a way that isn't just obvious or like oh surprise there's a thing the idea of the well of eternity uh, and it's and it's a uh, uh, connected characters and lore and all of that making a uh making a new uh, entrance on stage is, is very possible. All this talk of Arthas's sister is a way of bringing back some stuff from, from a different time and a different place. Like, I do think they're kind of headed that way. But there are a lot of people complaining about the end of Legion, uh, story-wise, and are not happy about where things are starting out and all the data mine dialogue that people are reading, which I won't spoil here, but there's a lot of stuff in there that make people not like this story moving forward.
1: I'm reserving judgment for when it actually goes live because they have boldface lied to us with in-game dialogue before during the beta and then changed it when it went live to preserve key uh, pieces of lore. Yeah. You don't think that's then changing it based on reaction though, right? No, 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 no. I mean, the thing with um, Rathian in legion is what i'm alluding to and then it turned out rathian was nowhere to be found oh, in right. in legion proper and I, I don't remember anyone at the time being like oh i hate the rathians here they really need to change this yeah. yeah um i mean i'm sure you could put on your conspiracy pants if you really want to and say that everyone's pretty mad about motivations for certain things that we know that's going to happen and i'm in that bucket by the way if this if 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 what has been revealed throughout the beta is the actual motivations for certain events in battle for azeroth i am unhappy with the writing right uh but part of me a big part of me thinks that it's more being purposely having you know the wool pulled over our eyes we're being Uh punked as they used to say on mtv we're being punked (laughs) Addison Kutcher used to come out and yell it in your face
0: yeah you're getting punked right now he'd say Stay tuned for Pimp My Ride. (laughs) Oh, the good old Halcyon days. Back when you had uh, Man Shadow or whatever you called it. (laughs) That is going to be the name of my next rogue. Man Shadow. Man Shadow the rogue. (laughs) Oh, Guideliner, that's it. Sorry. There you go. Man Shadow and (laughs) Guideliner.
1: I had no interest in correcting you because that was so entertaining. Uh, Gary uh, Sharon,
0: by the way, was the final singer for Van Halen before they brought David back and tried to relive their glory days. So there
1: you go. Yeah. There's a, I mean, I feel like there's a lot we have. That, that, that I'm pretty sure we're going to tackle in Battle for Azeroth. So I don't know if we're going to have the time or the bandwidth to explore a new well being created, but yeah. maybe in the next expansion. Yeah. Um, Because we know we're going to have to deal with Jara. I'm pretty damn sure Nazoth is showing up because there's so many hints about Nazoth in Legion yeah it's time so, for more than is off in our life
0: Is what i'm thinking uh i got an email from sinful phantom i don't know what they do when they're sinful but here you go hi guys been listening to the instance since i was 13 years old and burning crusade just launched i have recently got a software engineering job with walmart and i've had a lot of time to listen to the instance as well as some of the older frog pants podcasts or other frog pants podcasts I've recently gone back to the archives and started listening from episode one of The Instance. It's kind of cool going back in time and hearing you guys talk about rumors and knowing what really happened after. I feel like I'm in the podcast version of Caverns of Time. Thanks for the hours of entertainment, sinful phantom. Well, first of all, listening to the show since age 13, that would make him, see, Bernie Crusade, that would have been what, 2007, Six? Seven. Six. Six? Seven. So that was the second year, not even the, it was like a year into the show. Maybe not even that. That means you've been there since. You've been like 11 years with us, man. That means you're 24.
1: Holy shit. <laughs> That's very old, Garrett. I mean, I started listening when I was 19 yeah. and I am now 31. Jeez, Jesus. I don't want to talk about what that makes me.
0: I don't even want to discuss it. My son just graduated high school yesterday or Thursday. And yeah, it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> First thing to go is your memory. Your short term. I love the, I
1: love that Scott you're coming to you're coming to terms with your age and simultaneously forgetting what the day before was.
0: Well, on the one hand, yes. On the other hand, I'm actually because I we started I got married not super young, but I was only 23. We started having kids when I was 25. So I'm not that old for you know most people my age whose third kid just graduated high school those people are pushing like 62 years old or something i'm still in my 40s i'm all right i'm good and now we're gonna be <laughs> we'll be empty nesters soon oh yeah the town crier that's literally who graduated yesterday by the way everybody
1: <laughs> town crier has graduated high school
0: yeah little he kid is is out of there and uh anyway the point is, oh, poor, poor Dagham in the chat says I started to feel old when I was told I needed hip surgery, and he's only 32. Sorry, man. That's no good. I mean, that
1: sounds like it's less a product of your age and maybe profession or an injury you <laughs> sustained at a younger age that has come back to haunt you, or genetics.
0: Yeah, too much, da- too much dancing, or something. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, thanks, thanks, sinful Pan- uh, phantom. And yes, it is fun to go back and listen to those things. There are, there are points in the history of the show where we do make actual predictions by accident and we nail it, but there are many times we get that wrong, so don't think uh, too much about it. Uh, Gus wrote in and asked this, do you ever think Blizzard will develop another base-building RTS game? Oh, I'm so glad Garrett's here for this, because big-time StarCraft. Guy. God, I hope so. <laughs> uh, Warcraft 3 was my first video game ever, and I had an absolute blast going through all three StarCraft 2 campaigns. Fingers crossed for StarCraft 4. However, I have seen that many other games in the genre have not done so well, such as Relics, Dawn of War 3, flopping harder than LeBron James past year. Oh, I don't know. He's kind of killing it right now. Are base-building RTS games destined to die
1: out? Have MOBAs ruined them, uh, Garrett, do you think? Uh, No. No. Are they ever going to be on the... (laughs) It's just so dated and probably speaks a lot about RTSs. Are they ever going to make it cover of PC Gamer again? I think not. Yeah. But <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think they're ever going to be as big as they once were unless someone comes out with a take on the RTS that changes the game completely. Something that no one saw coming and makes it accessible to, to a broader audience. Uh, Do you think but, that
0: company is Blizzard, though? Or do you think that's somebody else who does that? If you had to guess, not
1: Blizzard right now. I don't think so. Mm, I kind of agree. Blizzard right now seems very disinterested in uh, what got them here. Yeah, uh,
0: much to the chagrin of Mike Morheim, whose favorite thing they ever did is StarCraft. So he is he is always on the push to to put StarCraft back in the forefront to make RTS's uh, legit again. But I think even he knows the writing on the wall. Who knows yeah. what they're working on with their mobile strategy? There's supposedly some sort of RTSM, an uh, RPG hybrid thing, uh, rumored to be worked on in one of these secret teams. I'm not saying mobile will Starcraft be where Tactics. We see it.
1: Starcraft Tactics, please God, Starcraft Tactics oh, game, dude. Can you imagine? Grid-based Starcraft strategy game. I want
0: it now, please. I would play that all day. Yes. What you asked for, please. That's I'd amazing. also
1: play a tapper that is just uh, managing the Hearthstone Tavern. <laughs> oh, really? Hey, you I'll know play what game about that, man? You know what just game? A bunch you... of Azerothian denizens coming in for drinks, and I gotta make sure certain certain stuff is in stock, and mm-hmm. you know, making the right uh, Azerothian cocktails. I want it. I'll, uh, I will play that game.
0: Okay, I got an, I got a game for you, by the way. Let me find the name. It's called Moon. Uh, hold on. Going for Steam to
1: load. Harvest Moon? Okay, I'll dig out my GameCube. No,
0: although I do like Harvest Moon. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, this is a brand new game called Moonlighter, and I've been playing it. It's this top-down indie thing. It's a roguelike, which I'm a huge fan of. I like those kinds of things. Uh, but what you like about it is, at night, you go into these dungeons and kill a bunch of stuff, and then everything you get, you hope you you try not to die in there, or else you lose all the stuff you got during that run. But when you get out of there, you, you portal out of there and go back to town, you run a store during the day that's like this magic shop that your grandpa and dad passed down to you in this in this fantasy town. And you put stuff up for sale at this table and then you open for business and people come in and spend money on your like fancy crystals and crap you found in the dungeon the night before. And then you use that money to upgrade your arsenal so that you can then therefore go back into the dungeons and beat more stuff, get deeper in the dungeon. It's awesome.
1: It's, this looks
0: like my jam.
1: It's so good. I did not know this was a thing, and it I'm Google might, image searching it's it It's right 20
0: now. bucks on Steam. It might be, and it's coming to Switch as well, but it might be my... It's in my top three games of the year already. It's so good. I mean, it's it was made for me, I swear. It's like they knew who I was, they know what I like, and they made it. And sometimes you're like, mm, should I sell these uh, weird glob crystal things uh, for a high price? And you can adjust prices, too, <laughs> which is great. So there's like almost like it's not complicated, but there's like a little mini markety thing you do while you're in the shop. And that sounds some people are going to hear that and go, what? I'd rather be in the dungeons. It's not burdensome or a pain. I hate that kind of stuff, too. It's different than that. It feels more like, I don't know, it's like Animal Crossing or something. It's, it's weird. But you you, uh, you have to make a decision. Should I sell these crystals or should I save them for this really cool bow I want to craft? Uh, or this other sword and shield, or this magic wand, or whatever weapon kind of stuff you want to build up for your dude. You're gonna to want to hang on to certain items, and and not sell those those mats. Instead, you want to keep them until you have enough, and then sell other kind of mats in order to afford making the thing you want to make. Like it's, it's really good. You gotta get it.
1: I love it. I'm gonna so stream that real out. quick. I mean, back, what do you think the realist, how realistic it is to for a StarCraft three or Warcraft four? uh
0: very unrealistic um i think that rts's have rts base building style games will always have kind of a fond place for people and there will always be somebody coming out with a game where it's like hey look at we're like command and conquer or we're like warcraft 2 uh whatever and people get all excited and play those games there are there are games like that that are good examples now that you can get on steam that are you know two or three people on a team making a cool indie game that that are just what I'm talking about. I have a few of them, but I don't think they are triple A business anymore. I don't think that someone can establish a esports legacy with a new product like that anymore. And I don't even think Blizzard could. I mean, they would pr- try to, but I don't. I just don't think the interest is there like it, like it used to be. I think MOBAs have taken that taken that stage from from RTSs which you know in some ways is a big bummer but also it's just you know how games go that being said I think that there are probably ways to simplify the systems of a base building game to make that stuff less micromanaging and it becomes less about APM and more about grand strategy so there's ways to do it and I hope it's Blizzard who brings us that I'd, I'd hate for someone else to do it and break the legacy that Blizzard has with RTSs so I don't know it doesn't really even answer your question but I don't think Blizzard I do not think Blizzard is making a StarCraft three, and I don't think they're making a Warcraft four.
1: Yeah, I, I see it as unlikely. I, I think, I mean, honestly, I think RTSs have already kind of died out compared to what they used to be. Yeah, uh, especially like in the 90s, for example. Um, but they've certainly evolved i mean look it's not it's not one-to-one rts but look at things like they are billions and that game is doing gangbusters right now and that's certainly born out of a love for these types of games yeah no question about it
0: i don't know it's an interesting question someone in the chat let's see dagum says what do you think is more likely out of blizzard a new mmo or a new rts that's a (laughs) neither that's a really hard question
1: because i agree neither I, I think it's time for them to do something new. I mean, Overwatch was something new. Uh, I'd like to see some type of new standalone. I, I, I think that I would like I would like to see them return to some of their universes. I mean, I think Diablo four is is a, is a no brainer. Yeah, I think Diablo four is that. the next kind of classic Blizzard game we're going to see released. Yeah, um, but beyond that, I, I don't know. But what I would like to, see, I kind of want to see them like uh, take, you know, c- take some lessons from Bethesda. Mm-hmm. You know, I really want a Blizzard like a standalone Blizzard RPG.
0: Yeah. Like, it's just a story-driven, open-worldy, make it and even put it in the Warcraft universe, put it in the StarCraft universe. Oh, oh, don't even get me excited. I would, dude, you know how I would lose it. I'd have to change my pants twice if they announced such a thing.
1: Like, I I would lose my mind. Oh, my gosh. I want to experience StarCraft's setting from the ground floor. However, they want to give that to me. I, uh, I'm, I'm dumb. I've seen enough of the Caprulu sector in an isometric view. I want to see the scale of what's happening yeah. in the Starcraft universe. I, I want to see. I want to see an Altruals towering over me. Totally I want to agree. see. A, I want to walk up to a siege tank. Like totally agree. Whatever I, game they want to build that around, uh, I would be ecstatic. This is how I get my
0: fix for that sort of thing. Is I play a lot of Warhammer 40k games uh which you know StarCraft is heavily influenced by anyway but uh if i need giant you know space marines blowing up stuff that's where i go and i'd rather go to blizzard <laughs> for that and i'd rather do it in the in the StarCraft lore and, and universe so so yes please the answer is make us make us that something in Star- you know i think we're both finding a consensus here without really even saying it whatever i whatever their next ip is or next you know genre experience is, I really hope it's in the StarCraft universe. It doesn't have to be an RTS. Just make it, like you said, if it's a tactics mobile game, I'm in. If it's a squad-based first-person shooter thing, I'm totally in. If it's another MMO or mmo light or action RPG and set in the StarCraft universe, holy shit am I in. Like, I'm so far in, I'm almost out.
1: I I'm love like- Mass Effect, but StarCraft.
0: <laughs> Play the hell out of that i mean how far in would i be i'd be like all the way in on all
1: these ideas you need to take uh scott to the er to remove him (laughs) from how far recessed he would become
0: uh doctors would be arguing about who's gonna have to take room four and be like uh we should we should flip a coin for it they don't want to go in there i'm so far in uh final email here from a listener i'm gonna do this one here uh Let's save that one for next year, next year, next week. Hey, Instance, this is from Ricky. He says, uh, just want to throw in what I think about why there wouldn't be a story or campaign mode in Overwatch for a while. Blizzard has obviously given us lots of thought about each of the characters' backstories, but I believe there are just too many unannounced characters that are intricate to the entire Overwatch story and that they can only tell part of the story when new characters are playable. For example, Moria uh needs to be introduced before or, uh origin sorry before the origin of reaper <coughs> can be told and the retribution event event can take place says Ricky um sure i i'm a little bummed that the it, it, this is more of an overall c- criticism where things are with Overwatch but it's become such an esport thing and that's where the focus from Blizzard and everyone else has been that we're not getting that stuff anymore and i don't mean you know i don't need a new short every week although i'd take one but when's the last short we got? BlizzCon with Reinhardt. Okay, great. Normally, in, a, in the other years of this game being pushed forward, we'd have more than that. Um, there have been comics, but not much lately. There hasn't been any talk about the proposed TV show thing that seems like that's either on the rocks or not happening or no one's talking about it. Like, I feel like Overwatch is so focused right now on making sure Overwatch League is, is successful, that it gives a return to its investors, like all of that stuff. That they have inadvertently or on purpose gotten behind with any kind of like story or world building or or taking us to new places like that, so it bums me out that that's where they're at. It's okay, it's fine, and I get it. I know where they're where they are, and I and I understand what they have to do. And now facing things like Fortnite in terms of competition, you know, they have to really work even harder at that. And maybe maybe the way not to do that is to make a bunch more story stuff. But man, I pine for it, and I wish there was more of it. What do you think, Garrett?
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, I agree. I, I I don't think the reason we're not getting more lore out of Overwatch is because it's too complicated. If anything, I don't think they have much written down. I think they have some broad strokes, and if anything, it's prob- it should be pretty easy for them to kind of fill this out. Yeah. Not to mention, look at any movie that ever had a prequel. People retcon crap constantly. Yeah, <laughs> It is a practice in fiction writing.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. You're totally right. And also, just, you know, keep in mind, when a lot of these characters... Soldier
1: 76 was this dude that Metzen
0: drew in, like, high
1: school. Oh, I, mean, I thought I thought he came out of a vault in uh, Fallout.
0: <laughs> no. No, but I understand your confusion, given the new announcement from Bethesda. Uh, somebody asked the other day if, if we thought they'd ever get sued. Um, uh, The Blizzard would sue Bethesda for using the 76. I'm like, I don't think they can. It's just a number.
1: <laughs> it is just a number. Although that that goes two ways right it's like it's just a number why didn't you do 77 or 75 <laughs> like why did it have to be 76 yeah
0: and why is the teaser it's on his back you know like eh, well I,
1: know. I mean that's it's we've seen cool.
0: that before in fallout we have but it's all a little too familiar like why? Like,
1: any other number there's
0: a lot of numbers to choose from bethesda we're all 76 now they'd
1: say well it's not like there's a finite amount of numbers that you can put on the back of your characters. this is all
0: true it's very weird Oh, look at that. This music, it must mean something. It means that we're going to talk about other Blizzard stuff real quick. Is there anything happening in Hearthstone this week of interest? I know, you know, things <sighs> are settling with meta. There's been some freakouts about card, something with card reveals and whether or not they should do them or I can't remember what I heard. But uh, oh, anyway, that, that's, that's
1: news to me. I haven't heard anything about about card reveals, but I mean, the, the changes went live a little over a week ago now. Yeah. Uh, so the metal, the meta is starting to settle and it is very different from where it was. Uh it's very control heavy at the moment. Like greedy decks are in. Yeah. Uh we haven't really seen this since the earlier days of probably Reno. Oh my. Um it's uh the changes they worked. The it's a, it feels a lot fresher to be playing on the standard ladder in Hearthstone right now. Okay. As a matter of fact, it feels fresher to be standing on the uh, playing on the st- on the wild ladder in Hearthstone because they took care of the Naga Sea Witch problem. So so this
0: is all good, and I'm—I I'm, mean, I hear a lot of complaining, but you're saying you like an, a more control deck, dominant medicine.
1: I wouldn't go that far, uh, but I, what, where we are now, I am enjoying significantly more than where we a week and a half ago. Am I un—am I able to still
0: shoot you in the face a lot with my hunter? Can I do that? Am I still— Well,
1: seeing as they haven't changed the hunter hero power, yes. Okay, I'll just keep doing <laughs> you that. Can always do that. I'm Scott. just going
0: to keep doing it as often as I can do it. Uh, Heroes of the Storm is in the middle of their Nexomania event. It's just basically a wrestling event. Check out these cool masks that me and Garrett got. These are pretty rad. So, uh, I I assume everyone got one of these, right? The whole player base. Everybody got one. And that's all I'll say about that. (laughs) Uh, what else? Uh, Overwatch year two anniversaries going on. Tons of cool skins. Rad stuff happening over there. And I want to say... Uh, during that event, they have all the previous arcade modes are there, so you can go and play everything that you liked from uh, months past, including like the Junkenstein event and all that. It's all in there. And finally, well, I already talked about it. My Diablo 4 prediction. E3 next week. Catch it. I have a feeling. It's a warm, cozy
1: feeling. I don't think it's as crazy as it sounded when you first mentioned it, but I will say I will still be surprised if it turns out you're right. I'll tell you what, if it, if I'm right,
0: I will... Okay, if I'm wrong, I will buy you a beer at BlizzCon. If I'm right, <laughs> then you don't have to do anything. Because the reward... I, I, would, the I reward, think
1: if you're wrong, you need to at least have half a beer at BlizzCon. <laughs> oh, I see. I need to, We'll get one <laughs> and we will split it uh, so that the first time alcohol entering your body does not just rocket you to the floor.
0: Well, there was that floor. There was that... um. Mexico incident we heard about that. oh that's right yeah. I do I have heard that story freaking guy brought me in it supposed to be a virgin thing and he brought another one oh, sure tastes funny mm, whatever I'll just drink it all well that's
1: the great thing about fruity daiquiris <laughs> you can really hide stuff in there <laughs>
0: you really can uh all right before we get out of here a uh fun quick note about a thing that's happening this weekend Garrett and I are involved in this as well the heroes charity brawl it's tomorrow at 2 p.m mountain 5 p.m eastern where uh, we are playing Heroes of the Storm for a charity event. We've done it three years in a row now. This will be the third. It's all for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and uh, all the money goes to them. None of it goes to us. It is all purely for charity. There will be 10 of us. Uh, be hosted right here at frogpants.tv. That's uh, live at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And uh, if you want details or want to donate early because you're not going to be around or want to check out more details, Simply go to heroescharitybrawl.net. That is heroescharitybrawl.net. It'll take you to a, a GoFundMe page. Last year, I think we did 5K or something. We'll see if we can beat that this year and uh, give more money to the kids. And this is like Blizzard's favorite uh, uh, charity as well. So it's kind of nice to be doing stuff that they usually do.
1: So go to Great it Cause. Out. We already have 13 donors, by the way, and it hasn't even started yet. Yeah,
0: it's awesome. We love that people are doing it early. And there's some crazy game types that we're going to be playing, which is kind of what we did last year. Like, they ended up, we have it on good authority that our Battle for the Bullion uh, custom game that we figured out to make a year ago or whatever it was, it was instrumental in in, uh, being implemented as an actual brawl in the game. So you never even know. You might see some proto-brawl Uh, that we make that they'll end up using later because that was true last time. Might be true this time. Who knows? It'll be fun. It'll be laffy taffy good time. A whole bunch of podcasters are involved. Like I said, there'll be 10 of us there. And uh, it's always a blast. So again, heroescharitybrawl.net to check it out. All right, before we get out of here, uh, Garrett, anything you got going on this week people should check out, look for, whatever?
1: I mean, all of the podcasts that you can always find on dot TV. Uh, we actually just last night I got together with Tom Merritt, Jenny Josephson, and we recorded our monthly star Wars podcast. It's called let's talk about star Wars. You can find it anywhere podcasts can be found. And it is our solo, a star Wars story spoiler episode. Mm. So it's about an hour long and we, they're just from the beginning, spoiler alert. And, uh, we, we, we pick that movie apart.
0: Okay. I was going to ask you, can you just tell me your, uh, your up or down on it? Are you, what'd you think? Uh, I, I will
1: preface this with I could not be more biased because I'm pretty sure if I wrote a Star Wars movie, it would be this movie. I loved it. I loved every almost every minute of it. I have maybe like three nitpicks and other than that, I can't wait to own it and just rewatch it. I enjoyed it. I found n-
0: almost none of the humor worked for me and I have a theory as to why, but that was still okay. I still enjoyed it.
1: I agree. There was a lot of laughs that kind of fell flat, but it also didn't necessarily bother me. Yeah, it's still... St-
0: whatever you're a star wars nerd
1: yes with your man shadow yes but as far as new new star wars goes i would give solo second place under force awakens
0: oh wow look at this really uh where would you put um uh the the where where do you put rogue one on there
1: uh uh, third place i would put last jedi fourth really yeah i like last jedi i like them all i like i want i want this understood i love all the new star wars movies they put out uh I would just like last Jedi has some really cool things in the script. It's just not that fun to watch.
0: Yeah. All right. It's kind of dark. Are you, um, a final question. Are you worried that there will be, that we're starting to experience star Wars fatigue in the modern, there's too much star Wars sense.
1: Uh, am I worried? No. Cause I don't care. As long as I keep getting to go see star Wars movies, <laughs> I don't give a crap what you or anyone else think. <laughs>
0: Well, I think we know where Garrett stands on the current state of Star Wars. Uh, check out more of that on Let's Talk About Star Wars at amove.tv, among many other great shows. Uh, for us and ours, make sure you check out theinstance.net, and a reminder that all the shows, all the episodes now have full-blown show notes. So if you want to go check out the links we talked about, if you want to leave comments there, want to find out more information about the show, they're all right up there at inst- oh, Sorry, theinstance.net theinstance.net there's a contact link there as well if you want to talk to us uh, find us on twitter Garrett Art you find me at Scott Johnson the underscore T not Patrick and more shows like this at frogpants.com that's gonna do it for us we'll see you next week this show is part of the Frogpants network frog Pants network get more shows like this at frogpants.com